everyone. Welcome to the Happiness Breakthrough and the Happiness Dude podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Leonard, your host, and I am so excited that you're here. In each of these episodes, we will talk about happiness. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about getting stuff done and productivity. Whatever it is, we are here to serve you, to help you get to that next level in life. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and if you do, please share it with your friends. In this episode, I interview seven-figure earner, triple diamond rank, Britton McDowell. He is a former high school teacher that took a chance and changed his life. I love his infectious attitude and willingness to help others improve. Britton will talk about the importance of aligning yourself with action makers, the three questions he asks himself, and his morning routine comprised of his dirty dozen. Listen in and learn from Britton McDowell. All right, everyone, welcome, welcome to the Happiness Breakthrough Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I've got this most amazing guest today, and, I, and I, I'm going to let him do an introduction, but this is how I knew that we were going to have a rockin' awesome time today, because he texted me earlier today, and he says, big guys have fun, and we're like, yes, we do, and so we're going to have a lot of fun today, because... Uh, Along with big guys comes big hearts, big thought, big love, and a lot of great big opportunities. Uh, Britton McDowell is reigning from the amazing state of Kentucky. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, hey, look, if, if I start saying my y'alls, because, you know, I grew up south of the south. I'm from Florida. You know, it's it's actually natural. I get teased quite a bit out here on the West when I say y'all, but it's just part of who I am. Uh, so tell tell us a little bit about you, Britton. Who are you? What makes you think? Well, Mark, first off, let me let me apologize because people are going to hear me speak and they're going to say, "Hey, he's not from here," and that's okay. Um, and I'm I'm much better than I used to be. Uh, and uh, you know the. When you're, you know, most of the time when I walk into the room, I'm the biggest guy in the room. And, and, and usually sometimes people will give you, that, has, that can have a negative connotation because, you know, big sometimes equates to slow. And then they hear me speak and, you know, and, I, and I'm at a disadvantage because I'm minus 30 IQ points before I have, I've done anything. And so, you know, hey, if, if people are going to detract IQ points from me, I want to earn it. I want to do it, you know, I want it to be on my own merit, not because of a stereotype or a misimpression. Yeah, amen, amen. So uh, <laughs> so where are you from? Well, I grew up in rural western Kentucky. Uh, my hometown is called Benton, Kentucky. And I'll tell you something, Mark, if this gives you an idea of how rural it is, they got the population of the town on the, you know, we, they put it on the big sign when you come in. It says Benton, Kentucky, population of. It was 4,200. And they got that number by taking the number of water meters and multiplying by four. So, so small, they really didn't even know. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's where I grew up. Uh, I, you know, I grew up in a, a very, very near the uh, Land Between the Lakes National Recreation Ground, as they call it. Uh, and, you know, I grew up hunting, fishing, uh, and playing football. And, uh, of course, also a little bit of indentured servitude because my mom and dad had a restaurant. And so that meant that, uh, 
you know, family business means that you're certifiably insane, uh, but that paid off. The family business paid off later down the road because it got me the woman of my dreams. It was our, it was what we bonded and connected over um, uh, because she grew up in the insanity of a family business too. And, uh, you know, that was, that was how we, that was how we kind of, you know, got copacetic there. Uh, you know, we've been together almost, uh, oh, gee, nine years now. And so, uh, but I grew up in rural Western Kentucky, um, and, uh, family business. Uh, if, if I wasn't playing a sport, I wasn't at school or I wasn't at church, I had to be at work. So I stayed as busy as I possibly could, uh, because, uh, you know, and if this tells you anything, I went to college, played five years of college football, and I chose to be a teacher because it was less work and gave me more time than the family business. Now, uh, you know how hard education is. I know that you do some teaching, and that should give you some framework and some perception of just how bad family restaurant work is, that teaching was the easy road. And so, uh, you know, I got involved, taught school, taught and coached school for, or taught, taught, school coached football for about 10 years um, and somebody shared this idea with me of direct sales network marketing network distribution grew up small town I'd heard whispers of Amways and I'd seen some circles and I knew about pink Cadillacs but I went and I'm so thankful for that ignorance because ignorance is bliss I had I had none of the preconceived uh, misconceptions I had none of the negativity about the industry when my buddy said, hey, let's do this. He says, in two years, we'll be on the beach somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, right. He's like, in two years, I want to be a head football coach. Uh, but the thing that drew me in was for the first time in a long time, I had hope. And I think that a lot of times in this industry, we forget that we are hope dealers, that we have the ability to change people's lives. We have the ability to give them a better today, a better tomorrow, and to help them be their, be, you know, my goal, anybody I work with is I want you to be your best yet. And so, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to give you a little background of how I got to where I needed so much hope. I was an all-American offensive lineman. That means I'm a big guy. When you meet me in person, guys, I'll apologize I'm not taller. I'm only six foot five and about 320 pounds. Uh, I'm a little bitty fella. My wife calls me door-sized because when I stand in the door, you ain't going in and you ain't getting out. Uh, that's, that's just how it works. And so um, I've had a very successful playing career. I went from doing to watching or coaching, as we call it. And, uh, and, and as a history teacher, you'll appreciate this pun, I began to lose the Battle of the Bulge. And uh, I gained over 100 pounds from where I played at. I did the, and, and here's the staggering part. I did the math and I averaged four ounces a week. That's about what I gained. One pound a month over the course of eight or nine years put me about 120 over what I played at. And the staggering part there is that if I'd have walked an extra half a mile a day, I never would have had a problem. But God works in mysterious ways, and, and this problem got me to where I was looking because I'd gotten so big, I couldn't do what I used to do to lose weight. I, uh, all the issues, and my friend pitched me a health and wellness company about this huge business, brand new company. He hit me with comp plan and timing. I didn't know what any of that was, and I didn't care. But he said, man, after I put him off for three months, he finally said, if you want to see your kids graduate college, you need this product. And I was like, well, what's this product going to do for me? And, I was, and, then, and then for the first time, I listened. He found a pain point of mine. He, he took enough time to find out where I was, to meet me where I was at. 
and he offered me a solution. You know, that's, that's really key in this industry is spending enough time with people that, that you understand their pain point, not what you perceive to be their pain point, but really what their pain point is. And when I'm coaching with someone, I spend a great deal listening because I want to know who are they? What are they thinking? And just asking enough questions that suddenly someone will open up and you figure out where that pain is. And now, now you have a great place to build from. So, so your buddy found your pain point and figured out exactly what it is that you needed to hear. And, you know, and I didn't know what I was signing up for. Um, you know, I think I spent $600 the night that I, that I got started. Uh, I was fortunate. I was better off financially than a lot of my friends. But sometimes that, you know, we, we always talk about comparison is the thief of joy. But also comparison will lead to complacency as long as you can find someone that you're doing better than. Comparison will lead to complacency. It's not about how well you're doing compared to someone else. It's about how well you're doing compared to how well you should be doing compared to your talents, your gifts, and what God's given you. So understand that. And so he shared with me, I went to a meeting, uh, and this little, this little company was getting started. Uh, and, and I want to throw a disclaimer out there that, that is a leader in the industry. And I say that because I've earned seven figures. Uh, I've recruited, you know, several hundred or a couple of hundred people in the company. Or actually, I think I've recruited about 175 in the company. I've sponsored two uh, multiple six-figure earners in the industry. And I have, and in 11 years, Mark, now I want you to, you don't even know this. So you might need to hold on to your headphones because I don't want you to lose this. I've only been in one deal. What? I've only been in one deal in 11 years. Oh, come on. There's a story there. Oh yeah, there's a story. It's simple. I'm loyal to a fault. I, you know, because I believe, and I have a checklist in my mind, and this is it. You know, and we see leaders today, and it's very dangerous, and it's been extremely detrimental to the industry. And I'm going to step on somebody's toes, and if I offend somebody, good, because I'm sharing what I view as my truth. And I, you know, and my, and and you know as well as I do that if we're sharing what we feel is truth that not everybody's going to agree because reality is perception plus perspective. And that's okay. But a lot of people, they, 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 they bring about their own downturn in the industry for whatever reason. Uh, then they find their excuses. Maybe the products don't work as well or they change the comp plan or they do these things. But they never, they never, they never factor in their own involvement because we have a tendency to judge others by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. And, that you know, is and key. Say, say that one again because I want we, everyone to hear that. We judge everyone else by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. And it, it destroys confidence. It destroys confidence. As someone who, who has spent my doctorate studies on confidence, that right there was key. That the more you look at your intentions and how you have shortcomings, the more you could bury yourself very quickly. And when you bury yourself, your confidence wanes. It goes down. And next thing you know, you're sitting on the couch eating bonbons and watching, I don't know what, 
I don't want to offend anyone. For me, it would be reality Hallmark TV. movies. Reality, reality TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> right? Look at, looking at what everyone else has and wondering why you don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the other part about that, that goes back to that comparison is complacency. You know, I think that, you know, for soap, I almost have a soapbox moment here, but society-wise, we, we, we lost some things as a society when reality TV came out and it became the drama llamas and the train wrecks because we could find somebody very easily that was worse off than us. And, and even though we weren't aspiring um, to be our best or we weren't working to grow and improve, we said, hey, I'm better than Honey Boo Boo and uh, I'm okay. And it's okay to be okay. And we, and we lost, as, as, a, as a country and, I, and as a group of people, we've lost a little bit of our edge because of that. And that, that's just, uh, that's redneck philosophy uh, for whatever it's worth. Uh, but back to what we were talking about, one company, you know, people, you know, I, I, every day, uh, anytime I get unhappy with my, my company, I ask some questions. And I ask those questions. I said, number one, uh, are the products working for people? I, I'm in a product-based company. And I said, are there people that, that the products are working for? Uh, and the answer to that is yes. And, you know, I can always find a testimonial or find somebody that's there. So, so the products are working for, for people, not just me, for people. Number two, I asked myself, well, are there people that are making money in this company? And are they making the amount of money that I, that, that's my personal goal per month in this business? And you know, if your personal goals a thousand dollars a month, five hundred dollars a month, ten thousand dollars a month, uh, five hundred thousand dollars a month, a hundred, uh, you know, whatever your number is, if you know, if there's somebody in your company that's doing that, and you answer those those questions, yes, then if you have an issue and you're unhappy with your check, you're unhappy with the way the products are working, you're unhappy, you have an issue, and that's your answer, Mark. It's you. If you have an issue. It's you. And that's a level of accountability that none of us, that very few want to embrace because it's always easier to blame storm. You can't be a victor with a victim's mindset and you can't be a winner while you're whining. All right. So, so if you have someone on your team that is in that blame storming mode, they have these huge goals, right? They, they know that they want to get, and it does. And here's the great thing about huge goals and aspirations is it's personal. You know, I like what you said. It doesn't matter if it's $500 a month or maybe it's just simply, you know, $1,000 a year, or maybe you want to make $1,000 a day or whatever the case may be. Uh, but someone is not hitting where they want and they start to blame storm. How do you coach them and help them? see a different perspective well you know we learn not by what people tell us mark we learn by what we do and what people do for us or to us and so i ask those questions those those three questions because that's what i ask myself and i and and i'm sure you know in this industry if you've had some success or even if you haven't had some success uh, but people know you're in the industry every time a new deal or a shiny rabbit or you know a shiny button comes out, a new rabbit runs by or a squirrel's in a tree, somebody's going to pitch you a deal somewhere for something. So if you want to be successful, the number one thing you got to do is you got to, you got to decide, you got to kill all doubt and make that decision that this is where I planted my flag and this is where I'm going to be successful. Um, you know, but if they come to me and they do that, you know, I, I just ask them some, some questions because you know what, in the coaching realm, you know, this as well as I do, when we offer solutions, people rarely embrace them. 
In fact, they will reject him and they'll be like, well, who does he think he is? Mm -hmm. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know this situation. He can't, you know, and, and they become very defensive. So I simply ask some questions uh, and then I listen and I'll be like, so, so tell me what, you know, uh, we were discussing before we started the recording about goals. And I told you that I'm not a goal guy. I, I'm not that guy because, um, you know, and I like goals that stretch you, but, you know, I'm a purpose, vision, goal, guys. Purpose is what God put you here to do. Vision is the vehicle to help you accomplish that, that, that purpose. And goals are your measuring stick for how well you're doing. They are not your aiming points. They are just simply road markers on the, on the road you traverse towards success or towards being your best yet. And so I ask them, because you know I was trained as a coach that that as you as you go through this that that I want to I want self discovery. I want you to come to your conclusion. And so I just ask some questions. I say, well, you know, what's your day look like? You know, how many people have you talked to? Um, and people are, you know, and, and I'm going to make some more people mad, Mark. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this: there are a lot of scams out there of people that are offering lead systems and they're offering attraction marketing and, and that's all hogwash because at the end of the day social media you can grow a great business with social media but it still comes down to belly to belly one-to-one person to person whether it be on an instant messenger whether it be on a zoom call or whether it be us face to face mug to mug it's still one-to-one -one interaction is when people decide if they're going to join you or join somebody else. And I've always said how people come to you is how they will leave you. So if I'm building my business and I'm, and I'm pitching a seven room, seven bathroom mansion uh, in the hills, and somebody comes along and pinches, pitches a 10 bedroom mansion with 10 bathrooms, then they'll leave for that. But if I build my business on solid products, on personal relationship and a commitment to their success, that's gonna be hard to find somebody that's gonna top that deal that's going to pop that agreement uh, that goes with it. But back to, but if somebody is, is having that blame, you know, having that power pity party, they're being that, that, that uh, they're, they're, they're hung up and they're the captain of the thumb sucking, thumb sucking diaper division at that point in time. I just ask those questions and be like, so, um, you know, successful people are doing this, this, and this, you know, what, what, what does your day look like? What do your interactions look like? Um, you know, do you, you know, what's our system? Do you understand our system? Do you, you know, are you following that system? Um, you know, and, and if you're not following the recipe, Mark, what happens? You get a product that is not what you want. And, 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 you know, and I know I'm sounding like an old school network marketer, but guess what? I am old school. You know, uh, I have, I, I have my, it's faith, family, and, you know, my work or football is what I was taught my priorities to be. Um, and, and, and I was taught that, you know, you know, if you, you know, what you do, how you work determines how you fly, how you succeed. And so, uh, and that's an ugly part today. And that's one of the reasons why network marketing is a challenge today because so many people um, are afraid of opportunity because it's disguised as hard work. And then there's also a lot of other opportunities that are out there. I don't stand up in front of the room anymore and pitch a seven figure lifestyle and pitch this, this, this freedom monster. And, and, and I don't do that anymore because it's simple. That doesn't resonate with our audience because we have a group, a, a generation today that they've been free their entire life. All they've had to do is make decisions and make choices. And they've had so many opportunities and so many options that if they don't like something, they just go to something else.
So they, they never know, they've never known the bondage of a 40 hour work of, of a 60 hour work week uh, of a mortgage. They've never known the, the responsibility of family and kids. So, you know, they're, they're totally free because if they don't like something. They just walk away from it. And so that changes your, your, your approach when it comes to the industry, because if somebody wants to make extra money, we got this thing called Uber and Lyft and Uber Eats. And, you know, there's all kinds of other opportunities that 10 years ago when I was building my business as a school teacher and a football coach, my other, my only other option that I had to build, a, to get another income was a part-time job, which I was time poor. So I couldn't. So a business with leverage worked. But we're not in that world anymore because of this little thing that we're communicating on called the internet and smartphones. The world is a different animal today. So uh, what appeals to your audience is something that's completely different too. And that goes into, and, and I know I've chased like six rabbits, so I'm sorry uh, on that. Uh, but that, that's, that's kind of the, from my perspective, how I, how I see the lay of the land there. Um, but if somebody wants, you know, if somebody wants to, to be successful uh, in anything they do, they can be successful if they're willing to do what it takes and to do that work um, and, and to do the activities that it takes to, to build success. Well, I, I believe, uh, I believe one of the things that you said just really resonated with me and, and part of, of faith, family and work is this idea of relationships, relationship with God, relationship with family, relationship with others. It's about that connectivity. And as soon as we feel incongruent, as soon as we feel like something is amiss and not in alignment in, in our life, we can tend to look at one of those three areas and say, where am I not connected? And, and then begin to ask ourselves, what would, how, how would I like to be better connected? How would I like to have this relationship go? What would I like to get out, out of the relationship? What would I like to give to the relationship? And, and when you said that at the end of the day, regardless of lead generation, regardless of all of these other things that are out there, it still comes down to eye to eye, belly to belly, sitting down, talking with someone, developing a relationship. I have a belief that people do not buy their, your product. They buy you. They buy you. And if something is amiss and not working in one of those areas of life, it's because you need to work on you. And it doesn't mean that you're broken. It just means you need to put some gas in the tank. You, you don't trade in your car the first time you run out of gas. You, you don't give your car to your neighbor because you got a flat tire. You go, I, I, I need to fix this little thing. And that's all it is. And so don't beat yourself up about it. Just say, what do I need to fix? And how do I explore that? So I want to talk a little bit more about relationships with you. When, when, you, uh, when you wake up in the morning, do, do you have a, do you have like a morning routine? Do you have something that you go through that helps set you for your day? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, uh, an empty cup can't pour into anybody. And, you know, we're intended to be beings with our relationships. We're supposed to be rivers and not reservoirs. And, you know, and if you don't fill the, if, if you don't fill the river up, you know, then it can't flow anywhere. You know, and one of the things that, you know, you used to talk about somebody struggling earlier that I always ask is I ask, I ask a very hard question and I say, what are you reading? 
What are you listening to? What are you feeding yourself? And, and, my, and I have a list. I call it my daily dozen. And there's 12 activities on this daily dozen. And people are like, oh, my God, 12. I can't, you know, I can't tie my shoes and get out the door on time. How do you have time for 12? And those 12 things are designed to make you a better spouse, to make you, uh, to, to enhance your spiritual, your spiritual life, your relationships and things like that. And there's only about four things that are actually business building activities. But one of the things that, that you know, my, one of my mentors is Jim Rohn. He was the first ever personal development that I ever listened to was building your network marketing business by Jim Rohn. You know, I, I'll never forget the day that I heard it's not the blowing of the wind that determines your direction, but it's the set of the sail. I think it's actually says destination. It's the set of the sail. And there's so many of us that we, we let so many things be conditional that it's the wind that blows us because that absolves us of responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, my daily dozen that I have focuses on relationships. It focuses on, uh, on that. And, and Mark, you, you don't know this, and, and I'll share this. And, you know, I'm going to be vulnerable here for a guy, you know, for a minute. And, and I woke up one day, I'd made $275,000 in one year in my, uh, you know, in my opportunity. And for an old redneck from Western Kentucky, I had arrived. I mean, I was, I was doing the deal. Uh, my company had hit the first stages of momentum. And uh, I woke up one day and I realized something, though. Uh, something had happened. I don't remember what it was. And I expected a lot of – it was something personal. And I expected some people to reach out to me, and I expected to have some conversations. And uh, nobody in my life reached out to me that wasn't somebody that would directly – tied to my business. I wasn't tied to a church at that point in time. Um, you know, the only, uh, and, and I, I woke up one day and I said that, you know, if, if your silence doesn't matter, then your presence doesn't matter. Kind of one of those deals. And I started, and, and it was, a, and, and I, I went upstairs and I, I'd shaved and I, you know, got out of the shower and I was mulling all this over. And I, and I realized one day, I just real I come to the realization that I really didn't like the person that I was. Uh, and I had forsaken many, many valuable relationships in order for the next success, in order for the next rank advancement. And I viewed somebody said, hey, if you're not on my page, not doing it my way, not doing what we're doing and making me more money, then I didn't have time for that relationship. Uh, and then things change in your company. Uh, people make bad decisions. Things happen. And, you know, you go from, you know, literally, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of money each, each week. Uh, making some, making more in some weeks than some people made in some in most months or even in some you know some quarters uh, you know having a quarterly income monthly and things like that uh, you know and, and I saw a lot of decline because when I was at my peak I, I to climb the top I stepped on a lot of people and didn't bring enough people with me and you know and so that that started this process of of self awareness and and really diving into my personal development my spiritual growth. Um, and, and that's where I started with that daily. You know, I wake up first thing in the morning. The first thing I do is I think about what I'm thankful for, uh, and I pray and I meditate. Uh, and then, and then I get up and then I, I usually get, get some audio, uh, an audio book, or I dive into something, you know, I'm reading a book about purpose right now called the seed by a guy named John Gordon. He wrote the energy bus. Um, I, I, I'm very thankful to count, you know, um, you know, I can say that John Gordon's a friend of mine. We've met, we met on an airplane one day that was pretty cool. And, and, and since then, that was five years ago. We interact on a weekly basis, either, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, I don't know that he'll ever understand how much of an impact he's been on me, but that, that you know, but he, but he's gracious enough to encourage and, 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 and to provide for me. Um, and, you know, but I start that, 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 that daily thing. And then, you know, 
the, the first three things are, are about relationships. It's about your spiritual, my spiritual relationships, my, my personal development. Uh, I plan my day. I have my little to-do list that I do. I, you know, I usually try to have four things a day that I want to make sure that I accomplish or four categories. Uh, then I get into the business building activities where I say, you know, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm in a recruiting phase where I need to do X, Y, Z, you know, how many, how many people am I going to target today? How many people am I going to attention? Am I going to follow up with? Am I going to peak pass plug using our system along those lines? Uh, and then the other things that are on there is, you know, one of the things that's on that list is do something meaningful for your spouse each day. Try to do something meaningful or have a meaningful conversation with my, with my, my kids each day. It's a little harder because I have a 20-year-old that has spread his wings and has left the nest, and I'm chopped liver, and it's getting that way with my 12-year-old. You know, she's a sixth grader. She's got a life now. Of course, that life is dependent upon my, my wheels for transportation, uh, but, you know, but still trying to have those, those moments. You know, one of the things that we do when I'm not on the road is we have dinner together either, you know, uh, at home, around the table, no phones at the table, but really focusing on those relationships. And if you, and as Jim Rohn says, if you live a rich life, you'll find out that this business becomes easier because people see you out there volunteering. They see you working in your church. They see you doing those things and they notice that you're different. Your energy is different. Your, you know, your vibe determines your tribe. And you want to talk about real attraction marketing. If you're living a good life and you're doing, you're doing well, um, not, not doing well, by the traditional marks. I mean, you're doing the good that needs to be done because, you know, unfortunately we will be judged for the good that we did and the good that we did not do. And so, you know, that, that's Amen. out there. And, and, you know, and so uh, if you live that good life and, you know, my goals for this coming year have nothing to do with my business. I have a goal this year um, to continue. Um, I teach, I teach a book club in our church. I want to continue the book club. I started a Wednesday night deal where we have a meal and a Bible study. I'm, I'm continuing that. And then my next thing is an outreach. I want to call it a hand up, not a handout program. And I've got some big visions and I want to use my business to pay for it. And so, you know, th those are my goals and that's what I want to do. And I know that if I build a, that if I build a rich life and I live a life where I'm, where I, I'm, my message and my methods align, those other things like business will fall into place. You know, and what's interesting, and, and by the way, I love, I love that your goals are really about the whole person and this whole life, uh, because richness is not measured by the amount of money in our bank account. Richness has to do with every interaction that we have throughout the day. And, and I love that you spend time focusing on the things that really, really matter. But what I found is so often people say, oh, I will give when dot, dot, dot. I will be happy when dot, 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 right? It's almost this, this obscure time in the future is when they will finally have happiness. And what I think I hear you saying is that none of that has to do with how much money you're making. But if you do those things sooner, you will be much richer for the process. Well, Mark, I, I had a, I'll tell you, um, a, uh, a revelation. When I was making my most money, and, and you know, uh, and, and one of the things that if, if somebody were to ask me, what would you tell your younger self? Uh, number one, I wouldn't have quit teaching school as soon as I did. I would have waited till I was completely debt free. Uh, number two, uh, is that I wish someone had been real with me and told me that just because, you know, when you catch that momentum, that, that things change, bad decisions get made, 
and that that is not a static income that it will go up and down and i know that from your personal experience you've experienced that also um but um you know i found myself being called to do some things and i absolved myself of not doing that by justifying by writing a check mm. and i dropped my check in and i said well that's somebody else can do that but knowing that god had called me to do it and Fast forward a few years and some ups and downs and some massive personal growth. And now there are things that I have that, that, that three years ago, I would have had no problem writing the check to be able to fund to do But I, it was funny. I was not willing and had the means and now I'm willing and I'm building the means back. And, but that, you know, that, that's kind of, but that's, that's part of the process because every setback is a setup, but God won't empower you and give you what you need until you're until you're in a place where you know you, you give him what he wants which is the yes i will regardless you know you think about it in the bible i'm not i'm not a i'm not a biblical scholar but i think a lot and i and i got an interesting perspective but in the bible who was called that was equipped and prepared yeah. well I, I would say haven't we all been called well, we, yes, we have, but biblically speaking, anybody that done anything big, none of them, yeah. none of them had what they needed to do, but they were all, they were willing. And some of them had to be beat up and broken to accept the call. And then they were equipped once they began. And I think, you know, and that, I think that also goes back into network marketing. There's a parallel there that a lot of times people say, well, I will win. And, you know, and, and they, they pick someday or sometime, which are sometime is not on any clock and someday is not on any calendar. And they don't understand that it's a, that, that life in network marketing and direct sales is a learn by doing. And so it's, it's a learn, do, grow, or excuse me, it's do, grow, learn, or do, learn and grow. Um, you know, you have to learn by doing. It's like it's like a sport. Uh, you know, it does me no good to hire you to be my batting coach, Mark. If, if we go to the batting cage and I don't swing the bat. It's about action. It is about it, life is action. Network marketing is action. Being a millionaire is one thing, but being a million dollar worthy father is filled with action. It's everything we do should be based upon our action. As we're closing up here, what, what would be, one piece of advice that you would give to someone who was just starting out, who was, who was unsure, unconfident, and not, not, they don't have their sea legs yet. What would, what would you advise them or coach them to do today? Learn by doing. You know, I would encourage them to find somebody. Um, more than likely, it won't be their sponsor. But find somebody that is that, that they that they that they can that, that their values align. Find somebody that is doing the deal where they are. Um, they're leading from the front, and ask them to to teach, and then commit to learn by doing. So many people, um, you know, the old saying in the industry is that every dud knows a stud, and, and that's true. Uh, and, and most of the time, I've never met anybody that, that, that has done this business big that their sponsor uh, wasn't a dud. Uh, you know, the my mentor in this business is a couple of generations up from me. 
and he was a he was a he this story's crazy he was a high a middle school PE teacher and tennis coach okay coached a little baseball had his certificate to be a guidance counselor somebody shared this company with him and within five years he's the number one earner in the company and you know because somebody he found somebody his his sponsor quit three months after he enrolled mm-hmm. and you know and, and he found somebody to teach and then he taught us and you know and then we taught and, and, and we did something pretty special we did something that the the, 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 the that we didn't understand at the time how special it was and i've watched a lot of people come and go because you know they get they get their they get their feelings hurt and they say, you know what, I'm good and I'm good enough and I'm, I've got all these great skills and I've done all this. And they go to another company and they lay an egg and then they go to another company and they lay another egg and they go to another company and they lay another egg because they hadn't figured out the issue they have is, is you. They hadn't figured out they're the issue. And, you know, uh, but find that person that you can work with, that, that you can run with and, and latch on to them. And, and and drink from the fire hose, but but understand that you know you're going to be bad before you're good, and you're going to be good before you're great, uh, and then you're probably going to regress somewhere along the line, um, and, and and life's going to change. Um, but you know, but find that person to learn, find that mentor, and then the second thing that I'll tell you is um, success is what we success is what we reach from the books that we stand on, uh, and that is commit to personal development. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki praises direct sales and network marketing because of the uh, because of what you learn, because of the skills that you acquire. Uh, I have a post on my LinkedIn page. I know you said you were going to fill that up. That I did, uh, I, you know, three reasons to have a side hustle uh, is what I call it. And uh, you know, and, and I kind of talk about that. You know, the things that you need. But you know, but if you're new and starting out, Find somebody that, that you can learn from, that, that, that you agree with, that you have the same energy. Beware of the all-knowing, all-declaring upline that, that wants to direct and not do. Um, and then find yourself, you know, start at learning and educating yourself, personal developing. You know, learn the business. A uh, couple of great audios. If, you know, somebody said, oh, Britton, I hate to read. Great. You don't have to like it. You just, you just got to do it. Uh, but you need to feed yourself. And if you don't, then find the audios. Two of my favorite audios, they're generic, they're fantastic, and, and they're from guys that have done the deal. It's Jim Rohn's Building Your Network Marketing Business, recorded in the 70s, mm-hmm. but still yep. relevant today. It's timeless. And the other one is Making the Shift by Darren Hardy. Most people don't know that Darren Hardy was a seven-figure earner in a water filter company. Yes, right? And then, and then, he, goes, and then he goes into real estate. And, but all along the time, he never stops the personal development. And as he creates those streams of income, he's built this, this empire. You know, Darren Hardy somebody that I've had the privilege of being in a small group of less than 20 and, and getting to be there. John, you know, my network marketing business, I've got pictures with John Maxwell because, and John Maxwell knows my name because of that guy that I was talking about earlier because he, he mentored John, John mentored him. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the thing the, the 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 skills that you can learn the, the the money you can earn they're they're fantastic but it's really about who you can become and that's also a warning is because you can also become somebody that's very ugly uh and very hypocritical and say that you're doing all these things for all the right reasons when really you're only doing it for yourself uh and those are the leaders that don't last and they're usually the ones that fly around from place to place and when the ego trip run when the ego trip runs dry and the and the 
in the, the the writings on the wall and in the, the 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 curtains been pulled back. Get, they go somewhere else and get behind another curtain. Yep. So you know, the, so it, I guess it's easy to see why sometimes I'm not very popular because I like to tell the the truth from my perspective. And uh, but you know that that that's just how I see things. Well, Britton, uh, I've I've loved your truth. I've loved what you've said. I really am, am enjoying what we're talking about here. And, and the thing that just keeps resonating with me, connection, connection, connection. Have those relationships. If your upline is not supporting you, if they are not pushing you, if they are not in action, go find someone that is. Remember those questions. Are these products working for people? Are they working for people? And then are people making money that is equivalent to your personal goal? You know what? Go find someone in action and go connect with them. And in that spirit, uh, you know, Britton, if someone wants to connect with you, what, where, how, how can they find you in this great big world? Well, fortunately, there's only one Britton McDowell, I believe, on Facebook. And uh, you can always connect with me on Facebook. Uh, I have a, I have a, I have one of those those paid fa- those Facebook professional pages, which that's basically just code for we want your credit card number and we want you to pay to get people to look, like your stuff. Um, but you know, you can connect with me on Facebook. Uh, I believe Mark's going to put my phone number up there. Uh, if somebody wants to know more about me, you want to talk to me. Uh, you know, by all means, reach out because ultimately, Mark. My purpose in this, in this life that we live in is very simple. It is to add value to people, to show them a better way to a better life because I want them to, to I want to help you be your best yet. That's what I'll do. And it might be that maybe we connect it from on the business side of things. Maybe we just connect on a, on a personal relationship kind of things. Maybe you want to ask some, some of those hard Bible questions. I don't know, but I'm here to serve. I'm here to add value and do whatever I can for those that I am fortunate enough to be allowed into their life. And that's, you know, and, and I, and, and, you know, for about the last three years when, you know, I had my, my wake up in 2015, 2015 is when I started seeing my, my little sandcastle empire start to crumble a little bit and realize what I had neglected in the, in the poor foundation I had chosen to build my life upon. And, uh, and I'm fortunate that my wife, uh, uh, has been has been by my side and uh, my children, my family, uh, and and we've been able to to do some remarkable things in the last few years as we have uh, really put our focus on servant leadership and adding value to people and uh, being able to go out here and, and be blessed enough to 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 do what we do on a daily basis. So. Absolutely. Britton McDowell, thank you very much for spending some time with us, giving us your your words of Kentucky wisdom, uh, you know, all I've got to tell you, it just it feels a little bit like home when I talk with you, and I hope that other people feel that as well because um, I, I like what Britton is saying, and I, and I appreciate his honesty and his candor. And please connect with him. Uh, your life will be enriched as you do so. And uh, for those of you that are, you know, looking for either some coaching for group coaching or to just get some other information on how to focus on that personal development that Britton is talking about, reach out to me. Uh, go to thehappinessbreakthrough.com. Find me on social media at The Happiness Dude 
uh, or the happiness breakthrough. And we would love to just help you achieve your greatest levels in life. Uh, that's what Britton and, and I are here to do is just to lift, is to help others uh, achieve their greatness. With that, have a great day and we can't wait to talk with you again. Hope you enjoyed learning from Britton McDowell as much as I did. If you want to connect with him, you can find him on either Facebook or on Instagram. Just search for Britton McDowell and you will find him. Also, if you love this episode and know other people that would love to learn about growing their teams, growing their future, and moving towards their next level in life, please share this episode, subscribe to my podcast, and give me a high five. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day and go take it on.